1: put all your energy behind, whatever you partake in life, do the best, do it 100%. Hi everyone, welcome to a new episode of What's Your Story. Now today we have a new guest of course in front of our mic, but I'll let her introduce herself.
0: Okay, hi David, hi everyone. Um, my name is Adi Nouriel. Um I'm an entrepreneur (laughs) I come from the world of uh, high-tech startups and today what I do is I have my own business and I help um, other women break into high-tech from whatever work they're doing today um, without doing any additional certifications without learning how to code or any of that stuff
1: Okay. Now, of course, um, before we go into the details of exactly what you're doing, um, what is your background? Where where do you come from? What is your personal uh, career path?
0: Um, So, I. it's funny. I come from a very... I have sort of a diverse background, and it's because I've always been rebelling against the dichotomy of you know the creative versus analytical um, all that you know mm-hmm. um, and so I've always been a very intuitive person, but I found a lot of beauty in mathematics um in science and in in like uh scientific methodology and stuff like that. And, and so when it came time for me to decide what to study, um, my husband, my, my, my husband, I met him in university and he's always, you know, known what he wanted to be. Mm -hmm. Um, but I was kind of, you know, one of those people who are like, I still don't know what I want to be when I grow up. Um, and When it came time for me to find out, to to decide what I want to study, I decided to, I fortunately found um, this very cool degree that combined, (laughs) it was like for indecisive people almost. (laughs) It was like um, a combination of computer science at one university Mm -hmm. and uh, design studies at, at like a different institution at like a design school, but someone made a program that
1: combined was like a, le-
0: a legitimate degree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I started doing that, um, which was really great. And then, um, and then about, I would say like in my last year of my degree, I was introduced to, a. a an investor who wanted to, you know, who had this idea for a company and was looking for someone to to run it. And we just talked. He decided that, you know, I should be the CEO of this company. I've never done something like that before. I was just a student. Mm-hmm. Um, but I took on the challenge because, you know, I learned in my degree, like one of the most meaningful things that i picked up there and i was not one of the those people who had it easy you know in 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 that degree um one of the most meaningful takeaways that i had from there was that everything is debuggable like if you dig deep enough you're gonna solve the problem um the the studies were very very tough and it almost felt like they were trying to prepare us for the life of like high tech you know mm-hmm. <laughs> high tech job where like you would not sleep and you would not you know <laughs> um, so so I was like, okay, game on, like I've never done this before, but what what I do know is that I can learn how to do things um i I know that I know how to learn new things and pick up new skills, and so it's like that sort of confidence um almost like naive confidence that like okay bring it like let's play um so i actually originally decided to try to finish my degree while running the startup and it, like i had also gotten pregnant with my second child at that time i'm like yeah yeah let's do everything <laughs> uh <laughs> my husband always says do you know uh the smart acronym for like setting smart goals what is it? I forget simple, the, what simple, measurable, yeah.
1: uh, actionable, realistic, realistic, and uh, time bound. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, right. So, so my husband always says that like I I do all of these, ex- but I like I leave the R out, so I set SMART goals, <laughs> <laughs> and it's never realistic. <laughs> um, so was like one of those things we're like sure of course I can totally like give birth and take care of two kids and do like one of the hardest degrees in the country and uh run a startup for sure um very quickly <laughs> I was like okay one of these balls has to drop um
1: you, you so didn't drop the kids right or <laughs> <I> know,
0: no no <laughs> I reasoned that uh a university would always be happy to take my money for me to finish my degree <laughs> Um, and so that is the ball that I chose to drop. Okay. And yeah, we ran that startup for, for two years. Um, I learned so much from that experience. Um, and then after that I moved on, you know, we, we decided to shut down. It's a, that's a story all on its own and, um, we can open that up if you want. But, um, but basically I, I having your own business. Is like it's the craziest and best school there is for business, Um, and I feel like every entrepreneur gets like different lessons that that sort of like that burn that they get burned with, and so they're branded with like these different takeaways. Mm
1: -hmm. Um, Yeah, go ahead. Well, you said that um, (coughs) your your focus on 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 getting women into high tech. um, Yeah. Do do you notice? um perhaps already in in your education or, or with experience you have that uh, not many women take on the challenge or or do you think it's not enough women or or do you think women just need that extra push to 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 be confident and say you can do this too or
0: yeah i think there's a lot th- there's like a lot to unpack with like women in tech um but my take on it is that you know there has there is it's very like in vogue today to you know uh, teach have, to have you know girls in STEM and you know teach kids how to code from a very young age and it's like it's sort of like um, an essential life skill almost considered um, but I think that there are a lot of women who didn't have that training and now are sort of looking at this world and they want to get into high tech because they realize that, you know, that the compensation there is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Um, The, the upward mobility is great and the impact is really good because, you know, you're at the forefront of innovation. You're, you're literally, you know, these are companies that are shaping the way that our world works.
1: Yeah. Um, It's, It's like the next Steve Jobs could be a woman.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And so, And so what I was what I was surprised to learn when basically when when I was in computer science, when I was studying computer science, my friends and I, you know, all of us were like enamored with the um, startup life and um, high tech life and all that. And we and we thought that we held the key to, to having that because we were in a computer science degree. And then I entered the actual world of startups. You know, as a founder, Mm -hmm. didn't finish my degree, and I realized that there are so many other aspects to tech companies that have nothing to do with coding. You know, so I began to see technology as, um, like an enabling force and like a force multiplier, but it doesn't doesn't have to be like the main focus of a company. So, number 1, if for even for um female founders, like they don't need to come from a they don't, you don't need to be the CTO to be a founder. But also just for normal people, like people working in nonprofits. People um you know, women working in pharmaceutical companies and in business development, women working, you know, it, there's just so many positions that there are, you know, the people working there have skills mm-hmm. that are, can be very easily translated to something that would be highly valuable in high tech. Um and and it's like there's that mental block of like oh I'm not a technical person oh I don't know how to code I don't know CSS or HTML I'm like you don't need to know these things, um, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, but it's actually if, um, the the high tech is actually the the means to get to something and uh, exactly. the, like like the solutions or or the problems that occur are everyday problems, and um, thinking of. Uh, like for uh, for example this is all already, like for example uh, GPS um, it's Finish. not the technology that makes the GPS it's the fact that we got lost everywhere we're going and that people um, are more and more going further and further away from home where they don't know where they have to go so the, the problem was we don't know where to go the solution is we need to get something to get you going where you want to and the solution the high-tech part is just the GPS
0: yeah, exactly. Technology is a means. It's yeah. not the end. No. Um, so
1: there could be, so- in fact, lots of problems um, all around. I think every, every company nowadays um, is doing the digitalization, is trying to, to innovate. Um, and it's not the technology itself that's going to innovate. It's using the technology to solve problems you encounter from t- day to day.
0: Yeah. And even more than that, this is true in any almost any field that you that you look at. But like human creativity and human ingenuity and like creative problem solving is so much more um, valuable and worthwhile than, you know some process that, that can be automated, especially as we enter an age where, like, you know, th- there are AIs and there's deep learning and computers are, are increasingly capable of doing more and more complex tasks, that it's actually, like, our human creativity, our ability to, you know, um, make connections, to, mm-hmm. to, to you know, to, to draw, to abstract um ideas and those are those are all soft skills and i think that there is this notion like soft skills are sort of like sometimes considered like less cool or less valuable or less sexy but um but really you know they, but, they are what will differentiate us from the machines
1: but, well i actually work um in marketing as a crm and lifecycle manager and um i can can do anything I want to to try and, and automate some processes to try and 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 get technology solve many of the 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 let us say basic things um but the main focus it still will will remain and will be become more and more important in in life is actually that emotional connection you get with the customer we have a customer care a customer service um you can automate as much. Changes of, of info or, or, or automation of offers and what you like, but it's that personal connection that you can't just hand over to high tech, and that becomes more and more important. It's that personal connection, um, the personal, uh, personal emotion you get with your customers um, that becomes more and more relevant and becomes more and more important because that's something that high tech won't, won't offer.
0: Right, and they try. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we're always, <laughs> especially like marketing software and 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 those kind of things. They they try to humanize the experience, um, but it's like that should that should clue us into that. You know, the fact that they're trying to humanize the experience means that there's a lot of value in in just being human. So it's like I see it almost as if there's gonna we're we're, we're standing at a point where there's gonna be a shift um in what we place value on as as a society and you know um and this is not like knocking on engineers and programmers and stuff i think that the the really successful um programmers and engineers that i've met in my life have been ones that display these very human qualities that could think outside the box of just the piece of code that they were writing mm-hmm. you know they were the ones who asked like well what is this what is this going to do? Who is this for? Like, what have our users been saying about this? And they care about what happens when their code meets the person on the other end. Um, and it's and they apply those very real, um, human skills. So all that is to say that, um, even though it might seem like high tech is unattainable because you're doing something else right now that isn't you know you're in some other industry the the reality is there are a lot of jobs that that need you in mm-hmm. high tech and exactly the skill set that you have right now and you don't have to go and and learn SQL or anything to to get them
1: no that's for sure now um exactly how do you so imagine someone's having difficulty someone's having doubts um they can Come to you and 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 get the support they need. They, they, they require to, to get a move on in, in high tech or, or how does it exactly work?
0: Yeah. So I have I have a I basically have um an eight week online program um which is like hybrid. It's it's recorded modules. It's live lessons, and then I also. Um, give them we also do like uh group q a calls every Mm week um it's a very cool model because like the, the model of group coaching is really really cool because you get to hear um what other people are dealing with and everyone who's in the program is in it at the same time so like uh people who are in week six are on the call with the same people who are in like week one and two and so Those people who are more advanced, they get to feel like, you know, um, like they're more experienced. They get to feel almost like this uh, seniority, Mm -hmm. Um, and the and the people who are newer, they get it gives them reassurance um, and sort of something to look forward to when they see people talking about like topics that will come up later. And even when someone doesn't have a specific question. Like, if they come to the session, they still get a lot out of it because other people will usually ask something that, you know, they didn't think about but is relevant to them or is going to be relevant to them in just a few days. Um, so I really love that model. I've participated in programs like that myself, and that's why I chose to do it this way. Mm-hmm. Um, and we basically, yeah, yeah, I basically give them everything. they. I teach them my method for how to do this. Um which I used to get my job um, after I closed down my startup. And my story is different. I, you would think that, like, I wouldn't need something like this because I come from tech. Uh, but the truth is that when I shut down my startup, I was very, um, it was a very low point for me. I didn't think of myself as successful I had, I you know, after all, like like had just shut down my startup, so it was like a, I you know, we always say like, it's okay, you know, I, there's a lot of like glorification of failure, um, in startup culture, but in reality, it doesn't feel good at all. <laughs>
1: yeah, can imagine if you, you launch a project and and then, yeah it's it's been all the time and effort you put into there and then then it shuts down it's it's of course it feels like like um you didn't succeed it it actually feels like a, a failure not only for the the startup but all, also for you personally
0: yeah and at that time i was like okay well i i never finished my degree you know i left it to start this thing um we didn't get where we wanted to go. I learned a lot of lessons, and so that was kind of my starting point. Okay, so like, what do what do I want to do now? What do I where do I want to take these lessons? Um, but my self esteem was in a very very low point, and because you know, as as a st- startup CEO of a, like a very early stage startup, you can't even really say that you were doing the job of a CEO. You were kind of like doing everything. Um. <laughs> And, you know, I had a small team, but it wasn't like I was running, you know, a multimillion dollar company. Um, So it was sort of like this existential question of like, wait, who am I? You know, I had a job for two years, but it doesn't leave me with with like a clear next step of like what to do now Um, other than start some other startup. And I really didn't want to do that at that point. Like I knew I needed a break. Um. So, I said to myself. So first of all, I I took like an inventory, um, of everything that I liked, and everything that I didn't like about all the ta- tasks that I did, and I tried to understand like why I didn't like it, um, and why I did enjoy the things that I did, and sort sort of started to piece together what. What is the position that encompasses all these things? Um, and then I, I basically, I'm like a really systems oriented person. I literally thought to myself, oh, this is cool. Like if I build a system, I can teach it someday. So that was like my motivation for doing it in a really organized way. Um, and I wrote this manual for myself, like a plan, what to do every week, um, and it's like a lot of it is is just using your network um strengthening your personal and professional network like expanding the the the, that graph of people that you know and understanding like how to how to approach that there's like two main tasks really there's like figuring out what 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 do you want to do? And then um figuring out how to how to get the interview and how to like nail the interview at the companies that you wanna do it at. Um and for both of these things I sort of like I leaned on the network a lot for that. And it was like it, it wasn't so easy for me. I'm I'm like a, a pretty um introverted like shy person by nature Mm -hmm. so a lot of these were like um a lot of these these exercises that i made for myself were not but didn't come so naturally but i but i did it anyways because you know i i figured you know with my my background around um those were i was sort of like looking at myself as uh it sounds bad, but I was looking at myself as a product and um <clears throat> and basically figured that this whole job search thing it's basically a marketing function. And so I started to apply like the sales and marketing from the world that I knew mm-hmm. to the job search. Um including, like, copywriting, including, like, all this stuff that I picked up. <laughs> um, and and, and that's, that's sort of, like, what bred, like, version zero of the program that I run now. Like, after I was done, I, like, I, like, I, I landed a, an amazing job um, with really great uh, terms. And I was amazed at how, number one, how simple it was. Number two... How much of it, of it was not other people aren't, weren't doing? Like I, I'll just give you an example. I had this um, accountability partner who was also unemployed at the time, and we would like WhatsApp each other with what we're planning to do this week, mm-hmm. um, and then check in at the end of the week to say that we did we did it. And we it, we would be doing completely different things. And I felt like my route was a little bit like unconventional. Um, in that I spent a lot of time sort of circling the the company that I wanted to target, and and talking to different people in the company, but not but never like the hiring manager, never you know whoever would be my boss. I just I was basically doing like like research like, in advance. Yeah, <laughs> research exactly. <laughs> 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 exactly. Doing market research and to him it seemed kind of like a a low value activity. Like he was he was just sending resumes or, or you know, applying online and stuff like that. And I was my metrics just looked so much different than his. Um the you know, what the metrics that I was keeping track of.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So but you know, it worked. It worked for both of us. I I got a little bit of a higher salary than he did so <laughs> but I don't know if that had anything to do with it <laughs>
1: Now uh, what, what would you say was was the biggest challenge for you for you personally um what was it actually the the change in routine or or was it um believing that some companies are attainable are um yeah in in your, let's say in in your not in your comfort zone but like yeah you you can you can work there if you just believe in yourself
0: yeah i think i think holding that that um mindset you know because when when you're unemployed or you know when you don't have a job that can that can very quickly become like solidified as part of your identity because we have this, you know, we're like, it's one of our human faults, like this recency effect where we don't remember all the awesome stuff that we did before. We don't remember how amazing, you know, we were at this or that beforehand. And there were plenty of, of, you know, references that I've, i I could have uh, chosen to look at in my life where I did great things, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, But it's like, we usually tend to remember the most recent ones. (laughs) And, uh, and like the longer you're unemployed for, the more that's like, that's who you remember being. And I found that, you know, your self identity really shapes a lot of like, just how you're going to like how you perceive yourself is shapes a lot of how you behave and what you go for and what you try to even achieve. And ultimately, how much of your potential you're even tapping into. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me that I didn't even realize that at the time of the time. like now I have all these names and concepts for it. I didn't have those at the time, but I, I sort of like knew, um, vaguely what I was dealing with. And I knew that I had to keep my spirits really, really high. I knew that I had to, and, and, and thankfully for me that happened re- relatively quickly. um, but, but and, and a part of it was just like adrenaline, <laughs> I think, <laughs> just, you know, because uh, it was summer vacation. Also, the kids were home. So it was just like we were we were moving during that time. It was a crazy, crazy time. Um, I remember we we used um, we were visiting my parents in California and they had we, we got like passes for the YMCA there, the gym hmm and they had this they have this amazing service where it's like a daycare at the gym, so oh. parents can come and put their kids like check like an IkeA right they check in their kids yeah <laughs> <laughs> and they go work out, so we did that like but instead of working out, I would sit down and like do all this job search stuff in the lobby of the gym, <laughs> 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 so it was really like getting resourceful and uh and and um, ke- keeping that that energy high, high, and not not looking back and not looking down, you know, um, so that I can believe that I can do. It. And I don't even remember who I, I had this conversation. I don't remember who I, I was saying this with, but we were talking about like um, the budgeting and spendings and stuff like that. And I, I remember just saying. I don't know where this came from, but I was like, oh yeah, um, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be making less than, you know, uh, 8,000, dollars a month in my next job. And I'm going to get it really fast. And I don't know where I pulled that number from or like how I pulled the confidence to say that. Um, but that, that happened, (laughs) you know?
1: Yeah. It's like, um, if if you put a, a focus on and you know what your worth, it could change your mentality and it could change the way you look at things and the way you you even solicit for for different jobs
0: yeah and yeah so that's a lot of what i offer like my my clients now is just the mindset support of you know um because because it's so easy to sink into that. Oh, it's so hard. Oh, I'm scared. You know, and fear of rejection sets in. Um, all the stuff. You know, um, even just the fear of of playing bigger. Sometimes it's scary because it's like it, you really push against the edges of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. So, I find it. I know that I would have found it very helpful to have the kind of stuff that that I that I provide for them now. To have that then
1: um now looking back at at your progress uh, at what happened uh, the last years um, is there anything you would do differently
0: oh that's a big question um so i always think there are things that i could have done better but then, who knows what the butterfly effect would have, would have brought me to too? <laughs> um, so I'm very happy with where like I really feel like I'm exactly where I need to be right now, and I know that everything that I experienced has brought me here um, but I know that if I encounter similar situations in the future, I would probably act differently in some things
1: but th- that's because um, of the, the experience you had before and and you're you're much more experienced at this point than you were of course uh for example this moment last year
0: yeah i basically try to learn lessons without feeling regret
1: <laughs> but that's a good uh, motto to <laughs> to to have that as life you should do that on yeah. on, on uh, a, a quote that can be sold on wood or something or yeah on instagram (laughs) yeah on instagram (laughs) now uh people that are listening right now and they want to get in contact with you how how could they do that do they pass by linkedin via email via instagram or oh
0: um if someone's interested in talking about you know how they can break into high tech um i actually offer free consultation calls where i where you know uh we just chat for for about 45 minutes about okay. like where they are where they want to go what's what's missing for them people have told me that um they get such tremendous clarity from those calls like people like want to pay me for them and stuff like that but no like it's free um and then you know if if they're a fit for me and I'm a fit for them, then we can discuss like joining the program. But like I, I live for these calls <laughs> basically. They're so much fun. Um, so if if any of your listeners want to get in touch, um, they can go to my website, which is thisirresistible.com forward slash apply. It's like my booking page. They just grab a spot on my calendar. Okay. and then we talk
1: <laughs> okay um of course I wish you the best of luck um through your your own projects and through helping other people um i'm sure we will will talk again and 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 uh, battle different subjects uh, because i think it's it's uh, a fun way to to discover different worlds and and discover different opinions um so we will of course wish you the best of luck and if everyone's listening just go for that call and, and let us know how what you thought about it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for putting this together, David.
1: You're welcome. And until next time then. Bye. Bye-bye.